0: Thanks for in. The Talk. Oh, thank you for tuning in to the 119th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, whether you're listening via Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Google Music, I want to thank you again for making me and this show part of your day, being recorded from Sunnyset Studios in a non-disclosed location in Amherst, New York. Got a great show today, gonna have Jason Cavari on, NBA History with Jason Cavari, we haven't had an NBA History since last week, so we're gonna get a little NBA History on, the topic, David Stern, is tragic passing, uh... The moments and, and how much David Stern meant to the league in the NBA, that's, I think, what me and Jason are going to go with. Jason will explain more about that, though, when he comes on the show in about 10, 12 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, right? But here's where I want to start. NFL playoffs, Saturday, Sunday. And here's the thing about the the playoffs, right? We had Wild Card Weekend. I said Wild Card Weekend was really wild. It was crazy. It was spectacular. The unexpected happened. We see the Vikings beat the Saints. We see the, the, the crap show that the Bills and Houston Texans game was. Right? and it kind of But I think what's going to happen is this weekend, divisional weekend, things are going to settle down. But we're going to see a couple things. How the narrative can change for all these teams, all these players, all these coaches, how the narrative can change. For example, if Baltimore wins, right? The Ravens. This is Baltimore's time. Lamar is the future of the NFL and the quarterback position. The athletic quarterback is the new wave. If the Ravens lose... A running quarterback can't win. Running the football doesn't work. Let's look at the Titans. Who's playing the Ravens? The Titans win. Is Ryan Tannehill? A solid starting quarterback, dare I say? Is Mike Variable one of the best coaches in the NFL? The Titans lose? Yep, Ryan Tannehill's a fraud. But we always thought he was a fraud. If the Texans win, the Texans beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what we're going to say? Deshaun Watson's the best young quarterback in the NFL. He's better than Patrick Mahomes. And is he better than Lamar Jackson? Is Deshaun Watson the true best young quarterback in the NFL? The Texans lose? Bill O'Brien sucks. Fire Bill O'Brien. He's wasting Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson's career. That's what everybody's going to say. If the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes... It's his time. He has the best arm talent we've ever seen since Aaron Rodgers. Andy Reid can finally win the big game. If the Chiefs lose, Andy Reid is failing Patrick Mahomes. Bad game management, bad clock management. Patrick Mahomes. Are you just regular season success? Can you truly be clutch? Can you truly lead your team in the playoffs? That will start being the questions for Patrick Mahomes. Now let's look at the NFC side for the NFC teams. If the 49ers win, you know what the narrative is going to be? Kyle Shanahan is the hot, young, new offensive mind and new coach. Jimmy G, it's his time. Bill Belichick made the wrong decision trading him. They should have got rid of Brady. That's what people are going to be saying. If the 49ers lose, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's overrated. 49ers, they just had a really good offensive coach and a good defense. Jimmy G, average. If the Packers win, the Packers win, what's the narrative? Aaron Rodgers can now potentially become one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. He's in an NFC Championship game, but if he wins that, he gets the Super Bowl. That's when the narrative, the story starts building in our minds, right? If the Packers lose, is Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning with a bigger arm and faster legs? Gets it done in the regular season, has regular season success, but can never get it done in the postseason when it truly matters. If the Seahawks win, Russell Wilson. Is he the best player in the NFL? Should he was Bill Polian right, and not voting, and voting him. First team All Pro is Russell Wilson better than Lamar Jackson and Rodgers? Is Russell Wilson really the best quarterback in the NFL. He does more with less than anybody we've seen the last decade. Is Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll are they Brady and Belichick? They make it to the playoffs every year and they're always consistent and always competing for the v- division. If the Seahawks lose, though, Seahawks just don't have enough talent around Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson will have to start asking the question. What have you done in the postseason when you haven't had a prime beast mode Marshawn Lynch and a Legion of Boom defense? Captained by Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, and Cam Chancellor. And if the Vikings win. Kirk Cousins, was he really worth that? He was worth that contract. We've all been wrong about Kirk Cousins. It's not a matter of him not being clutch. It's a matter of him having the right coach, the right offensive coordinator, the right system, the right players around him and feeling and digs. Kirk Cousins truly is a guy that you can build a franchise around. And if the Vikings lose to the 49ers over the weekend, you know what you're all going to say? Kirk just had one game in him against the Saints, one outlier game, and he is, for what the most part, most people think he is, a talented quarterback that can't get you far in the postseason. There's so many narratives that's around teams, players, and coaches for this weekend. It's crazy. And it's going to go one or the, one way or the other for all these guys, for Watson, for Mahomes, for Rodgers. It's going to go one way. And it's the postseason is where you build your legacies. We're in the divisional round, meat and bones. We have the wildcard teams that advanced against the top two teams at each conference. It's going to be fun to watch. Like I said, we're going to have Jason Cavari on for NBA history coming up soon. But here's what I'm going to talk about too, right? So I watched the Houston Rockets-Oklahoma City game. And it was a bad game. Uh, Russell Westbrook played well, but Chris Paul was actually the best player on the court. Had a fabulous game. And at the end of the game, Russell Westbrook's kind of isolating himself from his teammates. James Harden's having to console him. It's just a bad look. And, And it brings me to something because... I love Russell Westbrook. I love his tenacity. I love his ferocity. I love the way he plays the game of basketball. The athletic freak of nature he is. Just, I'm just very attracted to Russell Westbrook's game, uh, very much so. But I have to admit this: Russell Westbrook is overrated, and it gets back to something that uh, we always try in sports. We try to dye people into something in a cast that they're not. Right? And people want LeBron to be Michael Jordan. LeBron will never be Michael Jordan. He's not a killer. He's not going to shoot it 35-plus times in a, in a game. He will not do that. He might shoot it 18. He'll get you 10 assists. He'll get you 9 rebounds. But he's not shooting it. Ben Simmons. We want Ben Simmons to be a guy that shoots. Guess what? Brett Brown's complaining that Ben Simmons won't shoot a 3. Ben Simmons will never be a good shooter, probably. He doesn't want to shoot. He doesn't feel comfortable shooting. The 76ers, have, the 76ers have given him the green light to shoot. And you know what he does? Not shoot. All <laughs> right. He decides not to shoot. I was talking to a I remember freshman year when I was in college, right? Pacelli. I remember this like it was yesterday. I was in a laundromat. I was talking to a guy, Marty Walker. Shout out to Marty. Uh, actually, Musa. It's Musa now. Pardon me. His name is uh, Martavius Musa. You either call him Martavius or Musa. But at the time, he was called Marty. I'm talking to him like, hey, Marty. Uh, and we're talking because Marty's from Chicago. And uh, we're talking. and I kind of mentioned, you talking about Dwayne Wade, and I kind of mentioned Russell Westbrook kind of always reminded me of Dwayne Wade. And then he stopped me right there. We had a conversation. He's like, Westbrook ain't no D Wade. And I tried to fight that because I saw two guys similar size, six foot four, guys that are guards. But you know what the difference is? Dwayne Wade was a smart basketball player. Dwayne Wade was smart enough to be on the same team with LeBron James when they were about at the same level in 2012, 2011, and say, hey, you have the keys to the car, you take us home. Russell Westbrook's at the same same situation with Kevin Durant. He's like, I want to shoot more than Kevin Durant. Dwayne Wade took a step back so LeBron could elevate and the team could therefore elevate. Russell Westbrook tried to take a step forward and Kevin Durant deteriorated and the team deteriorated. The coach got fired and Kevin Durant left the Golden State and the rest is basketball history. The... the Rockets made the wrong choice trading Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul's a better basketball player. He's a better shooter. He's a better defender. He's a better passer. What does Russell Westbrook do better on a basketball court than Chris Paul? The other thing is Russell Westbrook's more athletic. And I guess physically, he won't wear down in the playoff series. Maybe. Like Chris Paul, because Chris Paul is six foot. It is is more miniature than a... Russell Westbrook, but besides that, Chris Paul's just a better basketball player, and I know Harden and Chris Paul have their issues, but Harden needs to get over himself, because you want to know what, when Harden gets double teamed, when he crosses that court and he has to give the ball up, guess what, you don't want Russell Westbrook shooting a brick, you want Chris Paul uh, draining and swishing a three-pointer, right, that's what you really want. Best players in the NBA, and I was thinking about this, right, LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid—that's six. Then we get to guys like Luca, Paul George, a Karl Anthony Towns. Then you have guys that are hurt: Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson. Hell, I'll take Chris Paul over Damian Lillard. I've given you 15 names off the top of my head that are all better than Russell Westbrook. They're all better basketball players than Russell Westbrook. Jokic, the Joker, he's better than Russell Westbrook. That's 16. Hell, I'd rather have Kimba in a team setting. Westbrook is overrated, and I love Westbrook. Love watching him play. I pay to watch him play. When he was in OKC, he was so dynamic. But there's a reason why Kevin Durant got mad at Kendrick Perkins last night when Kendrick Perkins had the audacity to say that Russell Westbrook was a better Oklahoma City Thunder player. Because Kevin Durant in the basketball world, and you know, and I know, that's not true. Russell Westbrook is overrated. And I hate to say this, but he did more harm than good in Oklahoma City. And maybe the Thunder would have been better off And my boss, Anthony Ragusa, shout out to Anthony Ragusa, Giancarlo, Sicilian Steakhouse, Pizzeria in Buffalo. Anthony told me when he came on my show about a year and a half ago, Thunder made the wrong choice. They should have kept Harden and KD. And maybe both of them would still be in OKC. And I hate to say it, it's the truth. Now, come next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to have Jason Cavari, a.k.a. the Youngstown Beast. Come next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Back with Bobbers Sports Talk, and I just got some breaking news. We will unfortunately not have Jason Kabari. NBA history will be uh, next week. Probably gonna record on Sunday with Jason when I get back to school. Uh, some Thanksgiving for Jason. Understandable, but the show must go on. We won't have a guest today, so this podcast is now gonna be a little bit shorter than usual. But first, we're gonna this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this on the fly. Have some other stuff, right? Because you always gotta be prepared. Uh, so we're gonna do crazy. Lazy or maybe. And then after that, what we're gonna do is we're gonna I'm gonna give my NFL predictions and then the podcast will be over. That's how we're gonna do it. And without ado, it's time for Crazy, Lazy or Maybe NFL head doctor. Eagles, Carson Wentz, heroic for a reported concussion. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz was knocked out of the team 17-9 wildcard loss to the Seattle Seahawks last Sunday, with a concussion suffered in the first quarter. Thursday, NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Allen Stills commended Wentz for admitting he had a concussion rather than trying to play through it like countless players have done throughout the league's history, per the Associated Press. I think that what Carson Wentz did is heroic and should be highlighted as an example of how an unbelievably skilled and competitive athlete understands the seriousness of concussion injury and is willing to honestly report it and receive the care that he needs independent of his desire and drive to continue to participate in the game. Maybe he has a point. It it is special and it is surprising that yeah, you started starting quarterback. After everything that Carson Wentz has been through, Nick you haven't been getting hurt, Nick Foles having so much success that he wouldn't try to finish the game through, It's what ended a guy's career, like Robert Griffin III. So it is impressive, but it does show respect and it shows that you know players are realizing you know there's money and there's fame, there's all this stuff at stake. At, at stake, but I have to need, need my brain for the rest of my life. Report: NFL owners pissed. Panthers gave Mad Rule a seven-year, $60 million contract. Why would the owners be pissed? Get out of uh, Tepper's money, Dave, Dave, Dave Tepper's money. So what if he gave Matt Rule a six-year, 60, excuse me, seven-year, $60 million contract and and paid him? I don't understand why more NFL owners don't pay head coaches. I've been saying this for the last couple months on the show. Why does not anybody drive, take a plane, private plane to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and give that man Nick Saban a 10-year, $100 million contract to coach in the NFL. Why not? You want to win games? Then you have to pay money. You have to pay for high, quantity, for high quality. Like, I don't understand that. It's like a Dur Heat star Jimmy Butler takes a shot at Pacers T.J. Warren after a heated exchange. So, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, a synopsis of what happened. They're, they're playing against each other. I believe one of them gets an offensive foul. You know, they're all both talking smack. And Jimmy Butler ends up blowing kisses. But here's what happened after the game, right? They they get ejected, the kisses, you know. T.J. Warren gives Butler the middle finger. But here's what happened after the game. Here's what I'm going to read to you. Here's what Butler said. I mean, to me, I think it's tough for him, Butler talking about T.J. Warren. Because I can guard him, and he can guard me. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Butler said, per Ira Winderman of, South, of the South Florida Sun Sentinel, Crazy, Jimmy Butler is my dog. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is I can guard him, he can't guard me, and then Jimmy Butler later goes on to say, I'm gonna have to see him next time. He was disrespectful, and, and then he said, I would never have his coach have him check me. I would never have his coach check me, and I am dying. I would never have, he's like, well, why, why do my coach gotta do it to that poor soul? He can't guard me, and I can guard him, it's just that simple, he's not on my level. Like I, I love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is not the one. Warriors, Steve Kerr, expects Curry to return in March. Doubts Clay plays this season. Head coach Steve Kerr told Yahoo Sports Chris Haynes. They expect Stephen Curry to return in March, but he's doubtful Clay Thompson will play in the 1920 season because they wouldn't want to put him in any kind of jeopardy late in the season. Lazy. I think it is kind of important to have them play late in the season. Well, well Why not? Like, just get a couple games on You know? I, I mean, g- get some game action. You don't have to play him heavy minutes. You can start playing 10 to 15 to 20. Like, to me, that does no harm. Like, you know, it just, it just, just, it just doesn't. You know? Get him some game action. So, you know, kind of, he doesn't have that super long layoff of not playing any highly competitive basketball. It, it just has to be for 10 to 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long time, right? I, I think that I think there's a way to manage it, personally. Zion Williamson almost didn't enter the 2019 draft, wanted to return to Duke. New Orleans Pelicans forward Zion Williamson said he wanted to spend another season at Duke and waited all the way until the deadline for underclassmen to declare before officially entering the 2019 NBA draft. Williamson explained during an appearance on the JJ Redick podcast with his Pelicans teammate. He knew Blue Devils head coach Mike Krzyzewski Wouldn't let him return, and his conversations with his mom, stepdad, and teammates helped to finalize his decision despite his desire to remain in college. Lazy. Zion is playing, Zion is lying. There's no way that there's any chance Zion Williamson was going to come back, especially after he blew up the shoe and he got hurt. There's just no chance. It just wasn't happening. Like I just don't understand. Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser were talking about it last year. Like Zion Williamson is staying, and then it was April Fool's, and they did April Fool's to all you. It's like with Tua. There's no way these guys are staying. There's no way. John Beline apologized for calling cast players thugs in film session. Now here's what happened. Cleveland Cavaliers head coach John B-Line. Provided some clarity to a Wednesday's film session with his team, insisting he meant to call players slugs and not thugs. For those of you who don't know, he was in the film session, I guess he was lighting up the team or whatever, or talking about how they won a game, and he accidentally said thugs instead of slugs. He meant they were playing like slugs, not thugs. Now here's what John Beeline did. He said, I didn't realize that I said the word thugs, but my staff told me later I did. And so I must have said it, Beeline said. I meant to say slugs as in slow moving. We weren't playing hard before, and now we were playing hard. I meant it as a compliment. That's what I was trying to convey to the team. Maybe John Beeline has a point. You know, like, when you're talking, sometimes there are things like you see Stephen A. Smith, right? Or other, I'm not going to just say Stephen A. Smith, other sports pundits on TV, when they're talking about Kevin Durant, they'll sometimes say Kevin Garnett. Or if they're talking about Russell Wilson, they'll sometimes say Russell Westbrook. I do it sometimes on this show. When you're talking... Uh, sometimes things don't come out the way you want them to say even when you're talking to somebody things can get misconstrued right so I, I understand it as, and you can now realize you're saying it right and then you have people that hear it and then they tell you then you apologize I don't think this is a super big issue now if this keeps happening then uh, that, that's a problem but for right now I, I, I would say maybe John Belen has a point he meant slugs not thugs i overlook hasn't noticed any hankering from Andrew Luck to return to football. When Dan Lebertard asked Oliver Luck, he said Andrew is doing well and seems to be enjoying his time away from football. He's doing fine, XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck said. My wife and I spent some time with him and his growing family. He just got his first child about six weeks ago. We were with him. Over Christmas, he's doing great. I have not noticed any desires to, of him to come back and play, but he's doing very well. Lazy. he's looking at this all wrong right he's doing well right now his body's feeling good wait 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 wait, wait till next year when his body's feeling really good and he's kind of like Joe Brissett's playing in the NFL I'm better than him hey Deshaun Watson's playing I'm better than Deshaun Watson Patrick Mahomes I think I'm just as good as Patrick Mahomes he's a competitor he's gonna be like I can still do this I can still do this And I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to miss, you know, the fame, the adulation. And just kind of like the competitive nature and always building yourself back up. Because I really think Andrew Luck's a guy that enjoys the process of football. I don't think he enjoyed the rehabbing and the injuries. But he's not dealing with that right now. So I think that love for football is going to probably come back. Warriors trade rumors. Ben Simmons seen as best possible trade chip for D'Angelo Russell? Okay. Crazy. Now, Here's what I'm going to say for the Warriors, too. Even though I think it would be interesting, but I think it's redundant for the Warriors. Ben Simmons is a more athletic, more talented version of Draymond Green. Then what do you do with Draymond Green? And then here's what I'm going to say. What makes the Warriors special and was, was really good about them it's why, if they're going to trade for somebody, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in favor of a guy like Bradley Beal. Because it's shooting. Right? Yeah, Kevin Ray, that's another shooting. What makes the Warriors special is shooting. What makes them dangerous is shooting. The high pace, the tempo. That's what makes them special. Draymond Green can do all the dirty work, and they don't need another guy that can do that. So that's what I would say about that. And that is it for crazy, lazy, or maybe. Now, I want to give my NFL divisional wildcard predictions. So, Vikings versus 49ers. I have the 49ers making it to the NFC Championship game. I think that Kirk Cousins is gonna turn back to well Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and I think the defense, Nick Bo- Bosa, DeForest Buckner, that hellacious pass rush, will get after him. I think guys like Richard Sherman are gonna lock up guys like Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs on the outside. And I think Kyle Shanahan's gonna call a masterful game and Jimmy G's gonna play pretty well. So I got the 49ers. Now facing the 49ers, I have Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks pulling up an upset in Lambeau Field. I think Russell Wilson will outplay Aaron Rodgers in kind of a higher scoring middle of the tier, high, middle of the tier high scoring game, uh, like a 28 to 30 game, and I think Russell Wilson's going to come out in the end to set up an NFC Championship mat- rematch. Now AFC side, Titans versus Ravens. This is tough for me, and I am. I'm dangerously close. You know what? I'm going to do it. Upset alert. Upset alert. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to go Titans. Derrick Henry is going to rush for over 200 yards. And I think Lamar Jackson can going to probably rush for about 150. And the Titans are going to win a hard-fought physical bloodbath of a football game. I told y'all, Lamar Jackson should not have sat out. He's out for three weeks. I think the, the Titans are playing well at the right time. They're going to come in and beat the Ravens. And then Chiefs versus Texans. I think it's going to be a game, but I got Mahomes just too talented, better coach, better weapons, better overall team, arguably better quarterback, too much for the Texans to set up a Chiefs-Titans championship game. And that's what I got for my divisional round picks. I want thank everybody for tuning into this episode of Barbershop Sports Talk. Sorry, it's a little shorter than the usual, than the norm, but uh, next week we'll be back at John Carroll University, University Heights, Ohio. Murphy Hall will be back and have Jason Gavari on. Gonna get that NBA history out to you next week. As a matter of fact, now it's fine. And also, I'm going to have a message about how the podcast is changing and what this podcast is going to be known for. On, but I'm going to tell you that on Monday. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for tuning into this episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.